0: Waddle. Tom Waddle. Former wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Oh, the
1: guy's amazing.
0: 1989 All-Madden team and afternoon
2: co-host on ESPN Chicago. I think he's going to start at least eight games in the National Football League next year for a team that's going to give him a chance.
0: It's Waddle Wednesday with Tom
2: Waddle. Listen, I got a pedicure in an hour. When I get back here, the wheels better be spinning, all right?
0: On Kevin Jaywood, ESPN Chicago. It's a waddle Wednesday here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, and Tommy is on the hotline.
1: That would be the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't
2: worry, call the Car X name.
0: Morning, Tommy. How are you? I missed that. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, happy New Year. Good to, see, uh, good to uh, talk to you. Uh, it's
2: good to hear your voice, Jonathan. I talk to Cap all the time, so... It's good
0: to hear your voice. Absolutely, sir. So we're looking forward to We talked about uh, how this is meat and cheese week, the Bears and the Packers. Oh, yeah. So where do you place Justin Fields and his play against Atlanta versus other starts you've seen? Where is oh, it, is it top God. three, it's, top
2: five? It's, 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 it's gold medal, and it's not even close. It's not even close. It's the best I've seen him play. I felt that way Sunday watching him from my couch, and it was just my thoughts about that we just reaffirmed when i watched the film yesterday um, and it's not for it's not the speci- it's, it's not the yards it's not he ran for a touchdown he threw for a touchdown he threw for 268 the stuff that has kept me up at night not literally but from a football you know perspective is stuff that doesn't necessarily show up in the stats it's not functioning efficiently in the pocket walking into a sack versus shuffling left shuffling right or climbing the pocket to create a throwing lane not getting the ball out quick enough and then ultimately allowing a defender to come in and knock the ball away, or just not seeing the field clearly enough or trusting what you're seeing and pushing the ball downfield. That's the stuff. That's the quarterback-related stuff that has left me uncertain about his future going forward in this organization. The athletic stuff, he's one of one on so many fronts. Like He does stuff that you know, I think I got in an argument with Philly Sid last year when, when, when Sid called the show and tried to tell me that Jalen Hurts runs the ball as well as Justin Fields. There's nobody in the National Football League that, when he has the ball in his hands and his priority is running the football, there's no better running quarterback in the league. His size, his speed, his durability—more than his Lamar? Strength. No question, Cap, because he's stronger than Lamar. Lamar may have a little bit, a, a little more burst. Maybe not even now because Lamar's older. But I'll take Justin Fields' ability to run with the ball in his hands over Lamar at this point. Now, I mean, it may be a close second, but my point is is that he can do some things, and he does some off-platform stuff that is out of this world. But you can't get to the top of the mountain just leaning on the off-platform stuff. You go back and watch what he did, and I don't know, Jonathan, whether or not it was just he said, F it. This may be my last game in front of this Soldier Field crowd as this team. They may be moving on for me. Whatever the case may be, I'm going to play free. First play of the game, pushes the ball downfield, takes a shot. It was good route, little combo route on the outside. Outside guy runs a little post. Inside guy runs a little kind of wheel route. It's open, throws a beautiful ball. They ran the same exact play in the second series to the left side. He did the same thing. He threw that post route to Tyler Scott. And again, Tyler Scott doesn't track the ball well enough. That's an issue. Um, that's a beautiful, not only is it a beautiful throw, he doesn't make that. He didn't make that throw last week against the Cardinals when he had an opportunity to throw it to D.J. Moore on the ball that was intercepted. The touchdown pass he throws into a spot. My favorite play of the entire game was the first play of the second half where he throws the deep in route against man coverage. I think I've only seen him throw that or attempt that throw one other time the ball got batted down against Detroit. The fact that he's just he's he's stepping up into the pocket, he's trusting what he sees and he's willing to push the ball downfield in this game DJ makes a great, does a great job, as a, a one does, leans on Terrell, knocks, pushes him, or Terrell, or however you pronounce his name, AJ, moves him outside, creates some space, the ball's delivered. It's a huge play. He doesn't even attempt that throw half the time. And it's the stuff that drives me crazy when I watch the film. I told Cap, Jonathan, when you were off, I, you go back and look at the second half of the Cardinal game, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like wringing oh, my hands. I'm like, this no, you can't, this, this, you can't play this way. And I think that that's kind of been the message over the course, or that's kind of been the theme over the course of the last year or so, that you'll see a really good half, or you'll see sometimes even a th- into the third quarter, but you haven't seen a complete game. And the things that don't show up on the stat sheet, like willingness to push the ball downfield and take your shots, that, was, that all went away. Like, so for me, watching that film, I, it, just, it was by far the best game I've seen him play. And I think part of it is he just said, F it. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take my shots. Okay.
1: Okay. So the question is, is this, similar to your partner Sylvie saying, pop-up championships or pop-up division titles, is this a pop-up what we saw?
2: Because the Arizona game is less than two weeks ago. Yes. It's a cap. I know what you're saying. It's like, look, it's the conundrum. The second half of the Cardinals game, I'm telling you, people, I, I know Chase Daniel, I love Chase. Chase said Justin Bald against the Cardinals. I don't know if he watched the second half. They threw for 35 yards against that putrid defense. Yeah. Like, the reads weren't made. The, you know, it just, there was a couple of splash plays where he tucked and run. I thought it was some of the worst film I've seen all year. And in, so I was interested to see how he was going to play against the Falcons. I'm some, one of these guys that, you know, when you have to make a decision of this magnitude, you've got to look inside the details. How do you play against the better defenses? And while the Falcons, you know, they're, they're not the Chiefs defensively, they're not the Browns defensively, their coordinator's not nearly as accomplished as Brian Flores, but that was a top-ten defense statistically, now, they may not have had it really into, any interest in playing in Chicago weather, but that's a statistically top-ten defense, and you give that quarterback – and, oh, by the way, guys, that offensive coordinator, a lot of credit for what happened. Yeah, Luke gets, he deserves a lot of credit. Doesn't it, it doesn't happen when you put a crappy game plan together and then everyone just overperforms. There were guys running wide open out there. And, I, I mean, listen, to, to answer your question, Cap, That's that's the – That's the biggest question that Ryan Poles is going to have to answer because at the end of the day, as impressed as I was with what I saw, and I was thrilled to see that kid take his shots and not only take his shots but be accurate with them. And a lot of times, guys, you're not going to hit all of those balls because the other guys get paid, and it's a higher degree of difficulty trying to take those shots, but you got to take them. Josh Allen takes them, you know. Uh, Jalen Hurts takes them. They, uh, Lamar Jackson. They all, all the top quarterbacks take those shots. And if you get it picked off, fine. As long as the read was right and you went through the progress, and you made a mistake or the, it wasn't as accurate, or the other guy gets picked, fine. I don't care. But you gotta try it. So if you're Ryan Poles, you know my, my stance all season long has been the same, and it's not. It hasn't changed. If Ryan Poles has come to the conclusion. That there's a guy in this draft that he feels can take his team to a place that the current guy can't, then you make the pick. If you're not hundred percent certain and you're not all in, whether it's Caleb Williams or Drake May or, or Michael Penix or whoever it is, then you don't you don't take the chance. So I mean like the, the I think the dilemma's the same. And you can ride the roller coaster. Like if you were seriously watching the film of the second half of the cardinals game and you were unbiased and you were neutral you'd have run that card to the to the commissioner with the first pick <laughs> of the draft caleb bears take caleb williams mm-hmm. if you watch that film against the atlanta Fal- falcons you're like no chance i'm trading that pick and i'm going to get a haul and we're going to move forward with the hip it, uh, you live in this you know you live in this instant gratification here and now society I will say this, guys. You go to Green Bay, and you put it on them, and our quarterback plays better than theirs, and you do something you haven't done for, what, seven years? They've lost seven in a row in Lambeau. Justin's 0-5 against the Packers. Jordan Lovestone for 3,843 yards and 30 touchdowns, something no Bear quarterback has ever done in the history of this grand franchise. Our guy goes up there and beats them, and he plays better than their quarterback loudest statement that this kid and this coaching staff could have made over the last two years.
0: We preview the Bears and Packers and also some big, a big statement by Dan Campbell, the head coach for the Lions. You'll hear that coming up next with Tommy on the home of the Bears ESPN 1000.
1: Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap'n J. Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Good morning, Tom Waddle. He's the best, man. That yes. guy is such a good person. Tom. Absolutely.
0: Part of Waddle and Sylvie, 2-6 to six here on ESPN 1000.
1: Tommy, I have a conundrum. I'm going to my first ever game at Lambeau. I think I'm going to go wear a jersey. Yeah. Do I wear Waddle 87? I got one you
2: can borrow. Ser- what? Serious? Yeah. What color is it? It's green and gold. What color do you think it is? <laughs> well, uh, well, is it a throwback stripe? Is it uh, I do have that one, but no. This one is uh, it's blue. Might we need the throwback stripe one? I can give you the throwback stripe one. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. It's, I loved that jersey. Everyone else made it. They said it made them puke, but I loved that jersey. What size is it? Probably large? I don't know. I mean, you've, it, it fit over my shoulder pad, so I think it'll oh, probably good. fit you. It's okay, perfect. Can you drop it off at wore, the house yeah, on your way downtown? I don't know if you know this, but the jersey goes on over the pads, not under the pads, so it has to be. I thought big. you were talking about like a one you never played in, just one you wore. No, this is one that I, I game played used. In. I'm yeah. in. I think it's got the the the. I think it's got the the NFL anniversary patch, 75 year anniversary oh. patch on it as well. Can you drop it at my
1: house on your oh, way drop downtown? It. How about
2: this? I'll give it. I'll bring it in. I'm coming to work today. I'll give it to Sylvie. And he could drop it off at your house. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah, you can have it. Thank you, you can't have it, but you can, you can wear it.
0: Okay. I know that you saw what was happening with the Detroit Lions, uh, Tommy. The, yeah. the whole uh, Dan Campbell decision goes back to Saturday's game. Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions. You know, so this is the setup here. So is Mike and Jim hosting on ninety-seven-one, The Ticket in Detroit doing a sports talk show. They have Dan Campbell on every week. That decision for going for two after the penalty. Yeah. So this is the back and forth between Campbell and the host. He doesn't shy away from anything, Dan Campbell. You got the penalty and go move right, it to Go the... ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the
1: seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point.
0: I have. I would. Like you would say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought
1: it
2: was a reckless decision. Thank you. <laughs> i love it
0: Listen,
2: i respect the hell out of of dan like you know i think he i think if you 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 talk to people up there as well like he respects the media so he knows they've got a job to do so i don't think it was him just i love a that term.
0: dude going for two after the officiating gaffe Did I you would, think did you think that was reckless too
2: i would not have done it i would not I would have I would have kicked the extra point at that point because I agree with I think it was Mike who's the guy that, that that does the show
0: Mike and Jim
2: Yeah uh whoever whether it was Mike or Jim I agree that at that point it's a lower percentage play But look that's just me it doesn't mean I'm right like if if Dan Campbell this is who he is then be true to yourself I would have kicked it but I'm scared of my shadow,
0: Matt. i in that same situation. While and Sylvie, why'd you go for it? I don't
2: know. What's up yours? That would be the answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Who made
1: oh, that, that call? Cool. That would be me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, me. I I think that uh, I, I think that Dan Campbell has really created a kind of an image for that team, and and right. I I don't think they're invincible. I think you can still get them, but. I admire what they've done. Here's hoping, guys, that we've kind of taken the Detroit path, right? You get off to a – I just righted you. You get off to a slow start. You, you find your momentum. You win a bunch of games. You go up to Green Bay, and you beat them, knock them out of the playoffs hopefully, and it propels you to better things going forward.
0: I haven't seen the number, guys. So what, What's your gut three. feeling?
2: Three. Green Bay, three. What do you think? I, I'm going to play the Bears on the money line. I just think that I, 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 this is the youngest team in the National Football League up there. I admire what Jordan Love has done. He's going to, you know, it looks like at least so far he's a bear nightmare because you go from Favre to Rodgers. To, I'm not suggesting he's Favre or Rodgers, but to have a 300, he's going to throw for 4,000 yards more than likely. He needs 160 yards to get there. He's thrown for 30 touchdown passes. We haven't had a quarterback in the history of our organization to do either. So he's had a really nice season. Pretty good, kid. And he's got a bunch of young weapons. I think he can still take the ball away from him. I know he hasn't thrown a lot of picks in the second half of the season, but he throws it into some tight spots, and he takes some chances. I think our offense will go up there and play loose and free. I don't think the defense – their defense played better against Minnesota, but, like, Minnesota's starting – I don't even know who they're starting at quarterback any longer, so an easier assignment. That defense hasn't been great. I, I got no problem – Suggesting to you with n- not just with you know fan pouring fanboy pouring out of my pores, <laughs> I think if you evaluate this game, you could definitely come to the conclusion that the Bears win this game.
1: God, that'd be so flipping cool to be there and they win. Oh my, be great.
2: God, now can I go back to but, one thing real quick? I also wanted. To, I wrote this down for you guys as well because there's a lot of conversation about you know what they have to do for Justin to be successful. You guys realize, you're smart football guys, where the majority of those big plays came from, right? They came from the pocket. Yep. Right? Yep. And I know that there's this, this hate that's overcooked a little bit, I think, for, for Luke Getzi, And we've talked about this. I don't think he's shanny. I don't think he's the football devil. Um, <laughs> but the, the truth of the matter is I was talking to Shea about this before in the break. I was like, look, don't take it from me. Take it from a Hall of Famer. Steve Young came on our show several years ago and said, Look, guys, if I continue to play the way I played when I was at Tampa, I would have been out of the league in in a couple of years. When he got to San Francisco, they told him, Look, this is a great quality or talent that you have, and we're going to implement it. But if you can't function at a high level from the pocket, you're not going to last long, and we're not going to win championships. So at the end of the day, I'm with you. Luke Getze does need to use... Different things to take advantage of Justin's unique skill set. But every good offense, every above-average offense circles back to the pocket. Lamar makes plays from there. Josh Allen makes plays from there. Jalen Hurts makes plays from there. You have to make plays from there. So there's thought that the only thing you can do is cut the field in half and get Justin outside the pocket. You ain't going anywhere with that. You're going somewhere with a guy who can do that and also do what he did to the Falcons. The first play of the game was from the pocket. The first play of the second drive was from the pocket. The touchdown is from the pocket. The post to Tyler Scott is from the pocket. All of these big plays have come from the pocket. All of the stuff that he did really well in the first half of the Washington game, most of it comes from the pocket. If you look at at all quarterbacks, and the majority of the really good stuff that takes place, it takes place from the pocket. It's essential. So... The concept that that Luke Etsy's is doing him a disservice by not having him out on the edge on every play, to me, is nonsense. You are such an easier team to defend if you constantly cut the field in half. It's got to be part of your repertoire. It can't be the only thing you do. And I think that was on full display Sunday where Justin made plays on the edge, but also you know, got fat and ate from the pocket. And that's, to me, that's the combination in the NFL that you have to
0: be good at. Tommy, we appreciate it as always. You're the best. I love you guys. I right. love you. Thanks for bringing that down.